Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Mike's Open Journal. And today is a very special day. Today is going to be the, well, it's my second ever three-way podcast, but it's my first ever time joining up with two other amazing podcasts to create what I'm going to call a megacast. Uh, so today I'm joined by Matt from Surviving My Past and Wes from Audio Rising. And we had a great chat a little bit about um, starting up our own podcasts, what that means to us, um, and some of our journeys as well. For us, this was a great starting point in what uh, I hope will be a a reoccurring podcast. Uh, So this podcast I'm titling Surviving the Audio... No, I'm not going to call it that. Uh, let's go with the second option. Second option is Surviving the Rising Journal. I prefer that one. Surviving the Rising Journal. Now, I've not checked this with the guys, um, so I'm just going to maybe cross my fingers that they like the idea of that, or maybe they come up with better titles, um, and we'll call the other one something else. Uh, But I needed a title for now to get this one recorded. So thank you very much to you guys for listening. I've had a little bit of a look at the stats, um, which I haven't paid too much attention to up until now, um, but I can see there's a regular, there's a small regular group of you that are listening into the podcasts, and I can see that you're gradually working your way through some of those earlier podcasts as well. As I think some of you are up to sort of number ten or eleven. Uh, so thank you very much for going back and listening to those episodes early on, uh, where I talk through a little bit more of my own story. And thank you to those of you that are sharing the podcast, particularly those where I have guests come on and talk through their own stories as well. If you are interested in coming onto the podcast in the future, I would welcome you with open arms and I would look forward to having a chat with you on Skype where we can talk a little bit about your own story, your own struggles, your own achievements and even just generally around mental health if you would like that as well. So it'd be great to have Uh, chat with you and hopefully get a chance to find out a little bit about your story as well so back to this podcast as i said hopefully the first of many it did take us a little while to get set up just due to the time difference and availability and things like that so hopefully we can bring a few more to these possibly on a more regular basis as well so thank you very much for tuning in and here is episode 28 surviving the rising journal Maybe episode one for Surviving the Rising Journal. Who knows? I'm going to drop you straight into the conversation. Thanks for listening. So um, who wants to go first? You can go first, Wes. (laughs) (laughs) The person that asks always gets it. (laughs) That's it. I am never asking the two of you questions ever again in life. That does it. I'm done. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I I kind of – yeah. I kind of had a couple of thoughts – as to what just got me doing this, and and I'll just go, and it'll probably just start rolling from there. Don't you think? Yeah, that's awesome because okay I had that. I had one question, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm done now. Let's go. See, yeah, okay, well, it was good talking to you guys. Yeah. I effing give up on both of you. <laughs> it's hopeless. No. Um, okay, well, I'll just I'll just start rattling, and then you guys just chime in as you see fit, and we'll just round robin this thing. Cool. Sounds good. Good. Okay. Well, um, I'll just start off saying I'm I'm 
I'm Wes from Audio Rising, and uh, I, I was thinking earlier today as we've been planning this for a couple of months now that I'd be a horrible business owner because uh, just with Audio Rising alone, I've I've come up with like three separate quote unquote business plans, <laughs> you know, and it, and it changes almost weekly. And uh, so initially, what I wanted to do was some free. Uh, uh, MP3 audio fiction that would help bring addiction and mental illness issues to life with the main characters that I set up and just kind of let it speak for itself because I didn't think I'd really be any good at interacting with people. <laughs> so it shows what I know <laughs> here I'm sitting. So, um, so even though storytelling is still my passion, I began to just engage with the mental health and addiction community on Twitter Um and I just found the content, Matt knows this, I just found the content so amazing and, and so easy for me to relate to that I just had to start speaking up. So I started blogging and I would comment on people's blogs and and then I just had this overwhelming urge to just speak and that became the podcast. So then I started meeting guys like you and I began to realize um, like oh, one of the things that we say in, in addiction recovery is boredom is a killer. Because it'll it'll cause us to backslide and those kinds of things. And what I realized interacting with all of you guys is that in the emotional and mental health circles, stigma is a killer, especially for especially for guys. Yeah. And um, and we just we either don't or can't open up and talk about it. And I think it's because we don't have the tools in our toolbox in order to get that done. So when I'm thinking about stigma being a killer, I mean that in a literal sense, because, you know, I mean, you guys have probably seen the 22 push-up challenge that's going on now for yeah. for yeah, uh, yeah. You know, for PTSD. I just saw on Sky News last night, they did a thing on it. So it's, it's definitely, ex- and I saw one from Australia. So even just that is, is expanding beyond our borders where, you know, 22 people who have served in the military and have been, well, maybe not diagnosed, but are, are dealing with depression and, P- and PTSD issues are killing themselves at a rate of 22 on average per day. And that's just one small demographic. That's just, and I don't mean to belittle it because that's huge, but what about the people that are suffering from abuse and trauma in their backgrounds who have similar issues and, and it's kind of a, it's kind of silently killing people on, on on that basis too, whether it be military service or just the garbage that we've gone through in the past. So I think that this is a tool. All of our podcasts, all of our all of our blogs are tools to get the word out that men have got to start talking. Men have got to start opening up and they need to shed the shame and just start talking. Yeah, I, I massively agree. I think Oh, it's interesting you started to talk about the the push up challenge because um, i've i've slowly seen um sort of posts from friends and former colleagues and stuff on online um that are taking part in that challenge and um i wrote uh, a little bit of a blog earlier on today that was about uh sort of being able to talk about um self harm and suicide and things like that today because of it um being like a themed day it's almost like you're allowed to talk about it today um right and uh i I don't know i mean i I think it's great the coverage that the push-up challenge has got um in a similar way to the ice bucket challenge last year or a couple of years ago um but for me the ice bucket challenge was clearly sort of towards like 
you do the video and you donate, whereas I've not really seen anyone talking about donating. It just seems to be about raising awareness. Now, we know that's great, um, but the awareness raising seems to be based around a copy and pasted bit of text. And it does make me feel a little bit like, oh, how many of the people that are doing that challenge are doing it to be able to just um, put up a video rather than would they actually sit down? And I'd rather see a video of someone sitting down for 22 minutes um, actually talking to someone about um, those challenges or about suicide or something like that rather than, oh, my friend's done this push-up challenge and now I'm going to do the... Like, what's it for? Why are you doing it? Yeah, I agree. And... Um... Oh, and, and by the way, uh, this is Matt, and I'm from Surviving My Past. I'm part of this trio here. <laughs> Hi, Matt. <laughs> Didn't bother with my no, introduction. You know I just started actually... rambling. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's actually it, – it's interesting that Wes started talking about, um, you know, the, um, the, the suicide part of mental health and mm. with guys in particular. But I think one thing that I've been thinking about this week and I was thinking about doing my own podcast on it is that or, – or, or writing a blog piece is that – to me, you know, the, the ice bucket challenge was cool. The push-up thing is, is good. But it's almost like raising awareness is almost – it's like, okay, well, you know, I made a post or I made a tweet or I Facebooked somebody's something somewhere and now yeah. I'm raising awareness. Like raising awareness isn't enough. I mean, you know, we can talk about how important this is and that is. But, mm. you know, if you're going to do something about it and really try and make a difference, um, you know, go out and help veterans go out and do a walk and raise money do a podcast mm. do something that's more than just you know retweeting somebody's i'm making a difference thing mm. you know i mean i think it's more important for us to actually do something rather than to say we're raising awareness i know i personally have a friend who blogs who uh suffers from depression she's actually doing a uh, like a suicide awareness walk okay right now um, in the capital of uh, PA here where I live. And so I, like, you know, she's doing her part to raise awareness because she is a suicide survivor and she's, you know, trying to help others and she, you know, blogs and writes about depression. So I think when you can get out and do something about it, it says more about your, uh, passion for the cause than just kind of saying, I'm just raising awareness. So maybe, maybe I'm the only one that thinks that way, but I think as mm. guys, as, you know, as us speaking out and doing things online and, and, you know, actually using our voices and our writing skills and our, and our, you know, to help, yeah. I think that's a lot more than just, you know, filling up, you know, Twitter's, uh, trending timeline with, you know, suicide prevention day mm. stuff. Right. Well, and I, I think both you guys bring up really excellent points because, uh, well, like, like Mike said, I would rather listen to or watch 22 minutes of someone sitting down and engaging with someone about their story. And I think, I think in, a, in kind of a broad sense, that's exactly what we're doing here. And, mm -hmm. and Matt, I, I completely agree with your point, too, that, you know, it's, it's nice to raise awareness, but um, what do we do with it from there? And maybe those are things that as we get deeper into our writing, deeper into our recording, that we'll start seeing, hey, here's an opportunity to, you know, I mean, there, because I think, I think sometimes the, the, the hashtag phenomenon becomes one of these things where people go, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm going for it. I'm going to really, I'm going to really kick butt on this, on this this topic and they're all in 
for about 48 hours, mm. you know, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and then it, it kind of dies off. So, yeah. but, but then again, with my anxiety issues and stuff like that, I'm Mr. Slow and Steady. I'm Mr. Little, you know, little pieces of progression at a time. I think it's all good. I think it's all uh, it's all useful, and and I just think that if anyone who's listening to this gets a brainstorm and says, you know what, hey, I could do a walk, or I could do a, you know, I mean, stand on the corner with a street sign or so, you know, I mm. mean, that's that's just kind of, I think it, I think the raising awareness thing is good, but I think the more the more passionate people get involved because let's face it, everyone knows someone who has suffered from some type of mental or emotional illness, some type of self-medication due to depression or anxiety or PTSD, you know, or someone who has, who has killed themselves, you know, let's, uh, you know, call it what it is. And I mean, who's just decided, and I can't imagine being in that hopeless place. And when I think about it, what it does is it just makes me want to reach people in whatever form or fashion that takes. Yeah, I think I think like we said, it's it's great that people are, are are starting to talk about or be aware of of that as a topic, but not sort of resting on the fact that that's enough. Um, and actually, more emphasis should maybe be put on things like those guys that are going out and doing walking around with a sandwich board or doing a stall or doing some sort of video where they're talking to someone that's maybe gone through that struggle. Um, rather than a short clip of some people doing push-ups on their mm. own, not talking to anybody. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, I, I agree with both you guys, and I think that's why it's so important. I mean, as guys, you know, we all have our own things that we deal with in mm. life, our own past. Our, you know, each of our blogs deals with something specific, or something specific that we can relate to. And I think <clears throat> that... You know, what we're doing, I'm hoping, is helping to inspire not just other guys, obviously, but women too, but yeah. survivors in general to know that, you know, while it's generally more acceptable, and Wes, you talked about this on my show with me several months ago, that it's more acceptable for women to reach out and ask for help or to show emotion when they're upset or stressed or, you know, about something. Mm. But guys, you know, we're supposed to be this this tough persona, you know, rock solid person who just kind of goes through life and doesn't have any issues. Or if he does, you know, you deal with him to the side and don't mm -hmm. show your emotion. Don't really stand up and speak up for something you believe in because you don't want to be looked down upon or ridiculed or, you know, it makes you feel uncomfortable because you're a dude. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm glad like uh, Wes was one of the first podcasts I think that I came across. In fact, he might've been the first one when I started blogging and doing this stuff uh, earlier in 2016. And then I caught on to Mike's as well. And I listened to every one of your shows because you know, I, I think it's just it's great when we as guys can take a stand and say, hey, you know, we're not ashamed to support things that we have experienced or things that our friends or families have experienced mm -hmm. and kind of draw attention to the things that people don't really want to talk about, except during National Hashtag Awareness Day or month for something. Right. Yeah, right. massively yeah. agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. It's it's. Um, 
you know, it, it's weird. While you guys are talking, I'm like, oh, wow, I got I, that just made me think of something. And by the time my, it's my turn, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the same thing. That's why we had that pause there. I'm like, oh, crap, it's my turn. Yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we start doing a knocking system when we've got an idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you have to keep in mind, we're doing totally awesome for the first time that we're doing this, you know, as a as a group. And, yeah. um, yeah, one thing I know that I was going to say is, is I, um, I started listening to Matt's and then I, I went back through and I started listening to Mike's and I was just going to say, Mike, you helped me uh, a great deal, not only with the ones you did yourself, but with the ones where you were interviewing someone, because I was changing out two faucets in my bathroom, which is a boring, frustrating job. <laughs> so I just sat there and listened to Mike all day. I got to the point where I knew his voice better than my own by the end of the afternoon. Oh, so. <laughs> big thank you to you guys for listening. <laughs> I know those, those interview episodes can be quite long. <laughs> no but it's all good it's all good um and, and just slightly off topic while we're talking about that i wanted to i wanted to mention something have you guys ever noticed because i don't interact on my podcast page per se that much mm. because i didn't buy all the extra bells and whistles to monitor this and check that and but what's really interesting and i wonder if it's guys and i just kind of have to you know just kind of have to but for every for every person on Twitter that comments back and goes, great podcast, I'm going to retweet this or whatever. Do you ever go in and realize how many how many silent people are? Because I'll, I'll give you an example. Are paying attention, I guess I should finish my sentence, um, are paying attention because I put a podcast up one day and it wasn't anything special. It was just the next in the line with my ramblings. Mm. And I had, you know, by the end of the day, I had four or five people, you know, friends of mine, well, friends of mine, guys, guys like you that will, you know, cross cross support stuff. Mm. And then for whatever reason, I went back into my podcast page on the same day and it says it said something about uh 76 downloads in the last 24 hours or something like that. And I'm like, Whoa. Whoa. And these are people that'll, that may never reach back, never reach out, maybe mm. even never listen to it, just downloaded it for future reference or something. But do you ever get the impression that the, the people you're reaching is, is a little bit broader and a little bit wider than what you had anticipated? I feel like definitely there's, there's more people listening than I thought. Cause, um, originally I kind of just started doing it because I'd, I'd started doing a blog and then I'd got to the stage where I wasn't posting as often and I wanted to try and do something else and I'd um, I'd heard sort of a couple of odd um, podcasts here and there talking about different things that kind of touched on mental health but weren't specifically about it um, and I thought I'd be a, it'd be a nice thing to do it'd be good for me just to be able to say some of the stuff aloud um, so it was kind of similar to when I started the blog. It was very much, I kind of started it for me and pretended like someone to listen, <laughs> like maybe one or two. <laughs> um, exactly the same thing yeah. here. <laughs> and I think uh, I, I've, I don't check it that often, but I've seen there's a steady flow of, I get the same sort of numbers for each um, podcast. So I think I get about 20 people listen to each one. Um, so it's nice to see that actually those people, it's not a huge number, but they come back and they keep on listening, which is really cool. Um, and I've noticed that I do have a couple of, um, the interview podcasts and some have a lot more listens than others. And I think that's where, um, the people that have come on will then promote it to like their friends and family. And you realize how much, 
um, some of those people are really encouraging people to listen to their story. And I think that's one of the really interesting things for me. Yeah, and you know it, it's interesting. And actually, I, I listen to Mike's a lot because he has like the coolest accent of all of us, uh, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can listen to him and, and just be like, okay, Mike, just talk about the weather or about the dirt, and I'll be like, oh, cool, he's talking. It's all good. <laughs> but I mean, really, it's I think I think we have to be careful too. And I, I actually had kind of a reality check of you know, as people who are doing things online, whether it's a blog or a podcast or whatever. Sometimes we have to be careful to not get too caught up in our stats and kind of base what we're doing on how many people we think are listening or mm-hmm. commenting or retweeting or, mm-hmm. or quoting on a blog or something. So, I mean, I, I mean, I do check my stats and, I, you know, like Mike, I have mine on SoundCloud and now iTunes and Acast and it's Freaker. So, you know, I don't, I don't check every one. So I don't really know how many listens I have across all of them, but, you know, I get a pretty fair amount, but I think what Mike said, too, is that it's nice that you start seeing at least the same amount for every show. So, you know, you're starting to develop a small following of people mm-hmm. and, you know, over time it'll grow and grow and they'll start to, you know, tell their friends and share it. And, you know, eventually things may or may not take off and like, you know, where we're getting hundreds or thousands of listens. But I think one thing that I know um, because each of our podcasts are kind of specific um, in terms of, you know, not, you know, our own special type of mental health awareness issues that we deal with, even if, if we help one person who realizes mm. they aren't alone, whether it's one guy, one, one woman, maybe, maybe we save a life that we never know because, you know, they don't comment or they don't tweet us or they don't leave us, you know, you know, some type, some type of response, but who knows who listens at, you know, three o'clock in the morning in, you know, wherever and Hey, and, and, you know, maybe they're sitting there, and, you know, let's be real. Maybe, maybe they've got a gun out. Maybe, maybe they've got a bottle of pills mm-hmm. and they say, hey, you know, Mike's going through what I am or, or you know, I'm a recovering, um, you know, alcoholic, you know, like Wes was or, or, you know, I dissociated and I was a child sex abuse survivor like Matt. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe I put that gun down. Maybe I put those pills away. And if one person's life is saved, then, man, I mean, that's just phenomenal. And mm-hmm. I have to think at some point that each one of us has 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 touched somebody in some type of way like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I agree. I, I actually picture sometimes a person and I, you, you hit on it directly, Matt. I'll, I'll picture someone at three o'clock in the morning who can't sleep, who's at the end of their rope and is just about done and stumbles across one of us. And, and so sometimes when I'm speaking, I'm speaking directly to that imaginary person. And you're absolutely right. How do you know? We may never know. And but someone does, you know, mm. um, the the coolest thing I got one night was uh, after doing a podcast talking about um, talking about my struggles with alcohol and, and how that's nothing but um, basically one level of 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 self-medication based on the mental illness issues and the emotional challenges and stuff like that that I've always had. And I got one tweet back and all it said was. You changed a life tonight. And wow, I don't know man, what I don't, I don't right. I don't know what it meant. It wasn't it, the person who tweeted it to me wasn't the person they were speaking of. They were speaking of a family member or a friend or something. And that was it. And I had, you know, I had to sit there and go, all right, just it was amazing, but it's like just be cool with that because 
you know, in, in, in addiction recovery, you run into a lot of stigma too. So that's why a lot of people remain anonymous. That's why Alcoholics Anonymous has got that word in there. Mm. And so you, you kind of learn to be cool with it. Of course you want to know, it's like, Oh wow, I wish I knew what the details were. But at the, at the same time, it's like the details aren't any of my business because I fulfilled the role that I was supposed to have. And I, and I think that's, what's kind of cool about what we're all doing is we're engaged in this. We spend time doing these things. It takes prep work. It takes editing. Sure. It's not a job per se, but it's, it's something that we're passionate about. And if, and if stigma starts to fall away at some point in our lives, we might be able to say, you know what? I was involved Mm. and that's, that, that might be enough, you know, right there. I think definitely having that, um, that feedback from people and I think for me having had when you have that opportunity to talk to people in that kind of interview or group chat setting um just hearing someone talk through the things that they've overcome as well is really I don't it's kind of rewarding in that way because you're able to be part of that person kind of talking about and reflecting on those struggles that they have essentially conquered um to some extent because they're there with you talking to you about what they've gone through um and i think that's something that i take a lot from as well um that they are confident enough to come on and talk about that experience and generally it's a negative experience and that's why they are where they are um and to be able to kind of come out and talk about that um on a on essentially a platform that is going to be shared or visible um to people that they don't know or to an unknown number of people and i think that shows a lot from from those people that do come on as well yeah you're right and i mean you know when you do a a a guest podcast you know like mike has done a bunch and he had you know all of our mutual friend joy was on one that that Mm -hmm. i listened to and i've done one with wes and um or i I listen to other podcasts or, or video episodes where they're interviewing everyday people or, you know, who just share their story of, of survival. And you're like, I mean, for us doing podcasts, because we've all been doing it for, you know, a certain amount of time, we're somewhat comfortable in talking about our particular topics. But I think it's important that, you know, we definitely recognize and, you know, it's a big step for, you know, John or Jane Q survivor out there who's been through hell and back to come on a podcast and talk about how they were abused or trafficked or they had addiction problems or they tried suicide or they, you know, have body issues or whatever, you know, whatever the case is from whatever Mm. problems they've had for them to come on a show and be able to talk for, you know, 30, 40 minutes or whatever and share. I mean, that just, that, that validates them and validates us. And, uh, it really just – I think it's, a, it's it's definitely another way that we can keep spreading the word and helping people to take a stand and not just, you know, as we were saying before, not just use a hashtag awareness day but share their story because, you know, people hear Wes's story and they hear Mike's and they hear mine and they mm-hmm. read our blog posts or whatever. But when you hear somebody else come on and, and you guys start bannering back and forth and you realize so-and-so – live through this and I live through that. And you just realize again, how much everybody's, you know, how much we all relate to such similar circumstances. 
Right. And it's it's never one of those things where, well, my stuff isn't as bad or my stuff doesn't fit or my stuff isn't dramatic enough to make to make an impact or whatever. And I think that's where these group things and obviously uh, when you guys are doing um, interviews, I think that's that's immensely helpful because not only are you saying you're not alone to someone, you're saying you're not alone and there's more than one person here, mm-hmm. you know. And I think what's encouraging sometimes is our bad days, when we're willing to share them, help others more than if we're doing great. You know, if we're like, for example, Matt, you've got on quite a few times, either uh, on podcasts or especially on your blog posts, and said something along the lines of, today sucked, and here's why. And yep. I, think, I think, number one, you can be encouraged because when you have a bad day, now you've got content. <laughs> you know, <laughs> isn't that the truth, man? You got you got you got tons of content, and and, and second, it gets it out of your head, mm. and they're just exactly like what Mike was saying, where it's like you know sometimes I get on there and I in the beginning I felt like well maybe I'm just talking to myself, but I'm doing it for me. But it's getting it out of your head. Any therapist will tell you that that's a good way to go. And then number three is like we said before, you have absolutely no idea what kind of an impact you might be having. On on John Q, you know, six pack out there, whatever mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So um, so yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we have no problem coming up with content. So I having one of those moments now where I think I had a point. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have written it down. Start <laughs> 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 writing this well, stuff down now. <laughs> I yeah. know. I, I did. I got a little notepad. I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm writing down, ooh, stats. Ooh, Mike said something. In fact, one of the things that I wrote down here was after Matt said it was talking about uh, Mike's accent. I wrote down here, Mike can read the phone book and I'm That's cool. exactly right. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, like, Wes has a really good radio voice. It has that, like, I'm like Mr. Radio Guy, deep voice, and or you know Wes is like that, and then Mike has the accent, and I'm kind of over here on the east coast of the U.S. with like this weird kind of I don't I don't know radio voice, so it's kind of it's fun, to, it's, it's fun to listen to you guys talk because I have like Wolfman Jack over here, and then I have like you know the, the UK guy over here, and I'm like where do I fit in? <laughs> Dude, you fit in just fine. Trust me, you got the voice for it, you know. And and I know I have a face for radio. So uh, yes, you do. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking at your Skype profile. It's a great radio face, dude. <laughs> Thank you. There's nothing like being born with a face for radio. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. but you know what, uh, Wes, you're like exactly right. I, and I mean, we have to kind of laugh about it a little bit, but because we all talk about things that are so taboo or you know things that guys don't necessarily talk about at least everyday guys like us i mean right. i mean i'm a, i'm an engineer by trade and like we're all regular guys we're not you know super well-known speakers or you know whatever we're just regular everyday people doing this but you're right like when i have a bad day i mean that's a lot of blog posts or that's a you know a several podcast because you know i struggle with and maybe you guys can talk about this too is like i struggle with sharing when i have a good day because to me, sometimes having a good day is just the absence of having a bad day. Like it really is. It is. It sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Nope. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, I can be have. <laughs> it's it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! 
I think Mike, get in here and rescue us. <laughs> I've got a couple. I've started. I've scribbled oh, wait, down my notes. Just, please, Mike, have something ready. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, right back at about ten minutes ago, um, I remember we were talking about um, kind of the, that stereotype of, of men and women, and um, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times before to friends, like when we've spoken, um, when we've been out and about, and the idea that actually. Um, like when you're younger, like girls will just naturally chat and I don't know about you guys, but, um, girls will always sort of write notes to each other and swap those around. I know it's different now when everyone's got phones, but I think through that kind of casual relationship that girls have with each other, they build up those communication skills. Uh, and guys generally don't do that. There's a lot of hitting, punching, grunting and playing sport. Um, and those kind of communication skills aren't really built in. And I think that stereotype fits in as well because I find um, it has to be um, like a guy that I think really gets what I'm going through that I can talk to, whereas I can talk more openly to probably a girl that I don't feel like gets it as much just because I associate that stereotype with them that, oh, this is a a girl and she's going to understand a little bit more about thoughts and feelings and be able to talk more openly with me about that. Um, and I think I know that's we say, oh, that's a stereotype of society. But actually, I think that's something that um, I feel like I hold within myself slightly. Um, and that's why I feel more comfortable usually talking to girls. And it, it's, again, that case of just us talking up as much as possible so that that lessens and hopefully for the next generation, it lessens again and, and again and again. Yeah, exactly. I got a couple of thoughts there, but Matt, it's your turn. <laughs> oh great okay well, wow you're keeping I, track of the I, turns under the um, bus goes mad there he goes thanks a lot. and where, where is my damn pen at in my paper um <laughs> no but you know it, that, that's actually a good point is and i know i mean i'm i'm not ashamed to say that you know i speak with a professional on a regular basis and because of the stuff that happened to me when i was younger um i mean i definitely feel more comfortable opening up to a woman than I would a guy, mm. um, you know, in terms of, you know, being in like a professional setting and, and, and working through some issues. I think, um, you know, Mike made a good point that, you know, girls, you know, as they're growing up and, you know, women, they, they generally, they talk a lot more. They're, 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 they are more open and speaking freely of whatever their issues are. Whereas guys, we're, we're, we're normally talking about sports and music and beer and, you know, all, all, you know, whatever happens to be the latest guy thing going on. And so I think it's nice when we can have, you know, either speak with a a woman on a podcast or or in, in a professional setting to work through our issues to be able to relate to them on that manner because they can help kind of draw us out a little bit. And I mean, let's face it, gen- generally speaking, women have more of that comforting, nurturing factor, whereas guys are, you know, I'm going to come out and I'm going to go play sports and listen to heavy metal and kick your ass. Whereas, you know, <laughs> women are more of the, you know, you know, give you a hug when you need it. It's okay to maybe shed a tear, whereas guys yeah. don't normally do that. So right. I can definitely relate to women, you know, like, you know, like Mike was saying. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, and and you know it's funny because uh, you always hear this when you meet you know coworkers that are of the opposite sex or whatever. You'll say, "Well, you know, growing up, I always as a guy, I always had more girlfriends than I did guy friends." Mm. And the, the the girl will always say, "Oh yeah, and I, I I always got along better with guys than I did with women." And I, a lot of times, I think that is because. Um, 
each gender is used to their own gender's BS and they get yeah. tired of hearing it. So they, That's so they like point, to listen, it is a so yeah. they like to listen to the other, you know, to the other side of the coin, but no, I totally get it too. Because in fact, it, when you were talking about that, both of you, it reminded me of, um, you know, in the faith community, they're always talking about, you know, community and, and people getting together and sharing what's going on in their lives. And I remember hearing a pastor give a sermon uh, some years ago, and he was saying, take a look around your work or take a look around the church or whatever. And they said, women communicate and they stand face to face with each other. Men, when they communicate, they stand shoulder to shoulder and they usually have their arms crossed. And, and they said that that tells you right there of the openness that women have talking to other women, whereas men are automatically, even in the faith community, even even when we're all supposed to be brothers and sisters, guys will stand next to each other and still be guarded and still protect themselves with the with the folded arms and talk about the weather and, talk, you know, and, and it, it's amazing because uh, he was his point was guys need to get away from. Um, identifying themselves with either the weather or what you do for a living. Because you guys all know as well as I do, you meet a guy and, and within 30 seconds, you're either talking about the weather or, so what do you do for a living? Where do you work? You know, yep. what do you, you know, and that's a lot of times that is the extent of our conversations, regardless of where it's at. And we don't have that. So, and, and if you're a, if you're a guy who's a deep thinker, um, other guys don't get it. In fact, a lot of times, most girls don't get it, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I try to cultivate relationships with, with guys who I have something in common with. I better being the old married dude of the crew here that, you know, I, <laughs> I better be talking to more guys than girls. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, it, it's true. It's, it's very true. I think we seek out um, that opposite um, that opposite influence or that opposite mm. point of view, I guess, would be the way to go. And women are the nurturers. That's the way they're built. You know, that's that's the way they do things. So, so I know I, I think you guys are right on the money. As as I'm listening to you, I'm sitting here going again. I'm going, wow, it's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say the weather is an important topic here in the UK. <laughs> but, but isn't it always just raining? Oh, no, mean. we. <laughs> There's a good three weeks of sun a year over here. Oh, okay. Oh, three weeks. Yeah. Three. That's awesome. Yeah. See, here in Arizona, there's nothing to talk about because dirt is always brown and cactuses are always greenish gray. There is nothing else. <laughs> the sun is always shining. If it rains, I, I'm telling you guys, seriously, if it rains for like five minutes out here, it's breaking news on every channel and they talk about it at nauseum for about 45 minutes. Oh. And you're looking at it and you're going, look, there's water running down into a drain. Do you have you at a risk of turning this into a weather conversation? <laughs> yes. Well, see, that's, you know, and right Welcome now, to the Weather Channel. But do my <laughs> arms are crossed right now, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> Your arms are crossed. That's good. Yeah, we're good. That, I'm, I'm actually standing up with my hands in my pockets. So good stuff. I, uh, and there you go. Yep. Just, so we got the whole guy. Whatever you do, don't face me. <laughs> don't, whatever you do, don't face me. Yeah, I'm not going to exactly stand there right. and talk to you. Because you might think, you know, when you have a weather uh, forecast on TV in the in the US, do they still tell you the weather that's from earlier on today? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What is the? Or at, least, or at least they do on the East Coast, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, they do on the West Coast. Out here, it's it's uh, this morning. It was hot. Right now, it's hotter. Oh. Right. And that's or it. Yesterday it was hot. 
today it's hot, and tomorrow it's going to be hot. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. That's even worse. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, six yeah. months of the year for us right there. Oh. It takes like five seconds to do the weather. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm definitely going to start watching how I stand and how other people stand when I talk to them. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be cognizant of that too because, I mean, if you're going to you're, you're you're start getting right. self-conscious. Oh, no. I'll be like, wait a minute. My my arms are folded. Damn it, Wes. I mean, that's what I'm going to be thinking the next time I'm talking to somebody. And the first time we talk about sports or my job, I'm going to be like, you know what? No, we're starting over. Yeah. But you, you know what you could do is you just get get like me and get real cynical. And the next time somebody asks you what you do for your living, you go, you're so shallow. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it. Just think it. You know. There's more to me than my job. That's right. I am more than just another radio face. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I, I have no idea how, how long we were going to run here. So or should we keep going or should we actually um, end this initial show of ours? I, I was going to say we, you know, we can't cover all of our bases because for everything one of us says, it promotes a conversation that could be mm. a separate podcast. <laughs> you know what? You are exactly right. So, well, first off, I think we should definitely do this again because I think yes. we're on something here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're absolutely so, right. Why don't we end this first show and each of us, you know, start with Wes and then Mike and then I'll finish up and, you know, just kind of talk about our particular show, um, you know, where they can find us on social media, just in case somebody's listening on Audio Rising and they have no idea who Mike or Matt is or, you know, anything else. So take a minute or two and share who you are, what your podcast is, and maybe, you know, a little bit about what's it about. How's that? Okay. Sounds good. Um, And and just for, uh, just for, uh, purposes of, of information everyone knows who mike is now, that's true yeah what well, you're exactly right <laughs> it's the accent i'm telling you it is it is it is oh, absolutely I, that's good because it, it gets me out of the fact that i'm now thinking you guys introduced yourselves at the beginning and i just started talking <laughs> <laughs> that's because everybody already knows who you are you don't have to do it exactly. you're, like, yeah. you're like johnny mike carson no, exactly yeah. Well, why don't you go first in honor of the fact of the guy who didn't self-promote at the beginning of this show? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the only humble one here can go first. I <laughs> feel like now I get stitched with no prep time. <laughs> you should have um, been writing it down, man. Oh, no, no, I say, man. Uh, You're the only professional we got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> um, I'm from Mike's Open Journal, self-titled. Uh I've been blogging and more recently podcasting uh, about mental health, uh, starting off with uh, talking about my own experience with depression, uh, symptoms of anxiety, uh, and also thoughts of self-harm and suicide as well. So I blog and podcast about my struggles. I have also been fortunate enough to have guests onto the podcast recently talking about their experience, their struggles, and their achievements with mental health. So it's great to have them come on to Mike's Open Journal as well. Uh, we are, we are, like as if there's more than me. Um, I'm on Twitter uh, at Mike underscore Douglas underscore, or you can go straight to the podcast, which is open underscore journal underscore. And thanks to a small fee each month, I now have my own website. <laughs> uh, and you can go to mikesopenjournal.com. Awesome. Okay, yeah, that's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm Wes. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Wes A, one nine six six, 
and that's a conduit to uh, or a way to get into uh, audiorising.com, which is my website. Um, it's uh, basically a blog, and all of my uh, podcasts are posted there, and I basically deal with um, uh, struggles with anxiety issues, uh struggles and victories in overcoming alcoholism. So I, I spend a lot of time talking about the things that get us there uh, and get us into these pits and we have a hard time getting out of. And, and like the other guys here, my biggest thing is to make people aware that they are not alone in this and that nothing is stupid, nothing is too small, and, um, and everybody's got things that they need to deal with. So you can find me there. I'm working on Facebook as well, but it's not quite ready to rock yet. So again, audiorising.com and, um, uh, and on Twitter as well at WesA1966. Cool. Well, then I will finish up. My name is Matt. I am from survivingmypast.net. That is my blog uh, where you can find me writing posts uh, three to four times a week. Uh, you can find my my podcast over and also my YouTube channel. Uh, you can just search for Surviving My Past. It's on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, and Acast. So, and my site is about um, being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and narcissistic abuse, and uh, dealing with dissociation, anxiety, PTSD, uh, living life, trying to you know, as we've been talking about, raise awareness and speak out from a guy's point of view to help validate everyone to know that they are not alone. Which I think that's that's an underlying theme for all three of our 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 podcasts and websites is just to let guys and gals know that they aren't alone so that's me and of course uh, you know you can find me on twitter at surviving my past um anytime hit me up and uh that's pretty much it right so yeah 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 cool well i think we should definitely do this again as i said and maybe we should come up with like a a cool show name for like the three of us to do this show oh, i mean yeah. we, we could call it like the mike's open audio past podcast or something but that sounds kind of ridiculous so (laughs) (laughs) i like that i got my name in first (laughs) yeah yeah, that's all he's worried about who cares how stupid it sounds after that he's covered this has been great but yeah this is awesome um i'm glad that we, we were able to pull this together uh it took us a couple of months of trying to figure out dates for us all to get on the same page because um mike's over across the pond and uh wes is across the country for me so we're all in different time zones so this worked out pretty well i will definitely do it again so I will be the first one to go out of order and sign off and say thanks, everybody, for listening and spread the word. Check us all out on Twitter. Uh, you know, Check out uh, this, this podcast will be on all three of our uh, podcast platforms You know, for, for each, each person. We're going to tweet it out and spread the word, and hopefully you guys can share it with everybody you know that might uh, benefit from three guys who are talking about – mental health awareness and you know uh just trying to, to uh, stick together and let everybody know they aren't alone mm, yeah point. you got it cool All so right. with that we're gonna sign this off and um thanks for listening and we will all talk to you again soon and i don't know how else to end this so i'm just gonna shut up now <laughs> bye everybody <laughs> goodbye <laughs> and clearly at all so bye <laughs> we're done see bye. you see <laughs> All right, guys, take care. Yep, all right, guys. You too. Yep, see ya.
Okay, I couldn't quite let it end there. I just wanted to say a massive thank you to Matt and to Wes for letting me be part of an amazing little project between the three of us. Really enjoyed talking through a few things with them and I think it's going to be awesome if we can put together a couple more shows for you guys and maybe put something together on a regular basis. Who knows? Um, So thank you very much to them for allow me to be part of their podcast so please do go and check out uh surviving my past and audio rising uh and as they said look through on twitter go to their blogs the websites find out a little bit more about those guys and about their shows as well as they said the shows that we put together are slightly different i would imagine from the uh the bits i've listened to i think they're probably going to edit theirs a lot more than i'm going to just because i'm lazy like that <laughs> um but i think from the conversation you can see that we all come wanting to talk about uh mental health um our stories other people's stories uh and increase the the communication increase the awareness of mental health but also provide uh kind of a sounding board for for some people that may be still going through those challenges they're not too sure where to look or who to talk to Hopefully we're able to offer a little bit of support, a little bit of guidance from, um, as we said, like three guys that are that have been through those struggles, that are still going through those struggles. None of us, as far as I'm aware, are medically qualified in any way, um, but we have that lived experience of, of those struggles, of those challenges. So hopefully someone out there has taken a lot of heart from the conversation we've had or has just enjoyed the very delightful conversation. <laughs> so thank you again very much for listening. Uh, please do go to Twitter, check out um, Mike's Open Journal. Do have a look at the website that's um, gone up in the last week. So I do now have a, a, a good domain where I actually remember the address, um, which was really handy for this podcast, actually. So mikesopenjournal.com is now available online. So please do go there, have a look at the blog, have a look at the podcasts. Um, and please do get in touch. Again, thank you very much for listening, and please do remember, you're not alone out there. Alice Smith, 078-3794-1234. Adams Paul, 078-722-1234. Alison Helen, 023-482-9915. Rob Atwood. 0792211-5629 Dave Barnum 0779640332321 Hmm Who else shall I give you? Rachel Brown 0791 Nine one three two four five.
Colin Carpenter. 07-795-023-432 Obviously all fake numbers, but possibly real numbers for someone, so get dialing out there. <laughs> 